Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey. I just finished up Life is Strange True Colors, mm -hmm. the fourth Life is Strange game, which and seems a lot. And the fourth one you finished, right? You've, you've, you've played all oh, of them, I've played all, you? Oh, hell yeah, I've played all of them. Life is really great. <laughs> Talking how many Life is Strange have? How many Life is Strange games have you played, Doug? I have played two hours of the first one, and I thought the characters talked weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's been a while since I played that one. Uh, yeah. So True Colors is weird for a lot of reasons. It's the first Life is Strange game that all came out at once. So it wasn't mm -hmm. the episode one, six months later, episode two, everything all at once. It's, in my mind, the least plot-heavy of all the games. Oh, interesting. Well, no, maybe before the storm. Um, I think it's important to differentiate Life is Strange into two categories. Um, Don't Nod made the original one and two. Deck Nine mm -hmm. made Before the Storm and then True Colors. Yeah. The games feel very different depending on which teams you're playing, which I feel like with a lot of companies who do that, where they've got two teams working on the same series, they mm -hmm. try to align them a lot more so you wouldn't be able to pick out the differences. But there's a yeah, very... Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Call of Duty. Like yeah, that's what I was just thinking Call of Duty. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty, yeah. I don't know how many teams have worked on Assassin's Creed, like that sort of thing where it's just like I couldn't tell you if like if you gave me twenty minutes with an Assassin's Creed or a Call of Duty game, I couldn't tell you if it was a Treyarch Infinity Ward, whatever other the nineteen studios that worked. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even think of them. Whatever they, whatever yeah. one of them worked on it, I couldn't tell. But Life is Strange is weird because one and two are very much like here's this crazy big event, how are the mm -hmm. characters reacting to it? And Before the Storm and True Colors are very much, here's some really interesting characters, and kind of a weird little thing happens. Hmm. And it's very, very different. So I had just played two for the yeah. first time maybe eight or nine months ago. And so my mind was kind of in that um, don't nod Life is Strange, where it's like, okay, what's our big plot point? What's our big thing? What's going to happen? What's, like, in Life is Strange 2 essentially you're like accused of murder and the entire game is like trying to stay it's, out of jail as you yeah, run it across like the everything country was super breaking. dire yeah it's like the yeah. yes the entire game is like you are going to go to jail if you stop running get your ass to mexico yeah. that is life is strange too this one is like you just got out of like a group home and you're trying to get your life back together so you go to meet up with your estranged brother in this small colorado town mm -hmm. an accident happens that maybe wasn't an accident. Okay. And explore the town and talk <laughs> with people and get to know people and build these relationships. And I really, really like True Colors a lot because yeah. initially I was not feeling it because I was in that mindset of like, when's my big event? When's the big thing? Where, when I is, remember when you is the... Yeah, I remember you texting me about that, going like, I don't know about this True Colors game. It's got to, I don't know when, when something's supposed to happen. Because, <laughs> like, in the original one, within, like, the first 20 minutes, you have a gun pulled on you in a bathroom. Oh, okay. Within the yes, first 20 yeah. minutes of two, you've murdered somebody. Yeah. This one, within the first 20 minutes, it's like, you talked with your brother and met the bar owner who he is good friends with who lets him rent the room above the bar yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh and you talk sure. to this girl at the record store like that's that's all that happens in the first 20 minutes so originally my thinking was like okay this is all in one so we're just yeah. not gonna put that pressure to like get that hook in you like okay you we yeah. need to hook you now we need to hook you now because we need you to buy four more of these things mm -hmm. 
Whereas it's like, you, we got your money, who cares? So that was my original thought, <laughs> that it was just this weird slow burn. And as you go through it, you kind of realize, like, no, like, Alex is this story. And how Alex mm-hmm. develops and how she fits into this town is 100% the story. The rest of it is just kind of, like, filler to start mm-hmm. to understand who Alex is and how your choices kind of influence which way Alex is going. And it just, it works so well. Mm-hmm. That by the time you're done those first couple hours, you're like, oh, it's just slow burn. It's a slog to kind of get through. I'm just talking to people. I mean, because it's the way the intro is set up is it's basically like your brother picks you up at the bus stop and goes like, oh, let's go talk to my girlfriend who works here. Let's go talk to, oh, yeah, I'm helping my best friend with her like college essay. Like, let's go talk to her. Oh, there's this cool record store. Why don't you go check it out? Oh, here's the guy who I run to. It's that for like an hour and a half. But as you go through the game, you start learning more and more about these characters. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that that payoff is in the relationships you build with those characters. It seems kind of like, it seems kind of like the, uh, maybe this is a weird connection, but like the opening of Uncharted 4, where there's not a lot going on, but it's just super character study heavy stuff. But it seems like if you're going to do these character study games, you're really staking a lot in the performances yeah. and mm-hmm. the characters themselves, like having yeah. depth to the characters. If they're not serving the plot, then they just need to have depth to them as individuals. So, are you, as you're meeting, is there like 20 different people who are kind of shallow? Or are you meeting like five people who have these like really deep, intricate backstories? And So Alex is fantastic, who's the lead, who's who you play. She is, without question, the best character in the Life is Strange franchise. Okay. So there's that point to start with. Um, really, it's, I would say there are less than 10 main characters mm-hmm. who really influence the game throughout it. There's you and then um, two people who you become, like, best friends with. Your group of three is kind of the main throughout the story. Mm-hmm. Your brother's there, um, and then his girlfriend's there. She has a son who you have. Um, one of the chapters, there's five chapters. One of the chapters is basically just, like, I'm going to, like, try and make this kid's day. And that's, like, the <laughs> entire chapter of the game. And it feels so cool because by the time you're done, you're, like, they do. I don't even want to, like, spoil what it is or talk about what it is because they completely mess with the mechanics and they basically turn the game into something completely different than it is. And it works really, really well. And is a ton of fun. And the whole, the whole concept is like, I need to help cheer up this kid. And because of the relationship you have with his mother, because of the relationship you have with your brother and how this kid's involved in all that. It's just really cool that that whole chapter is just dedicated to Alex as a person doing this. So the characters all have this depth and these connections with each other and it really does make it work really, really well. Does it feel like, because you said chapter, so does it feel like, because this was episodic and you're saying like, hey, it doesn't need to, it, has, it can take the time to sort of build up. Does it feel like it needs that chapter structure? Does it actually use that chat? Does it use that episode structure at all? Or I don't know what's... Kind of. It's, there's, there's very clear like, this would have been a cliffhanger moment moments. Yeah. And that's where those chapter breaks come. So I think they almost more come as like a like, okay, take take a deep breath for 30 seconds while we throw a title card up there. Sure. More than anything else where it's not like this was very. So going back to two, it's like this is the section in the woods. This is the section at this commune. This is the section at it doesn't have that. It's all the whole game takes place in this town, which is beautiful, by the way. Mm -hmm. Just like it looks incredible and everything about it is great. But there are definite parts to it, but it's it's more like reading a book where it's like, okay, yep, this is just sure. this is just a natural pause point for a second. 
okay, let's get to the next part more than a, we're doing something completely new here. Gotcha. And did, did you like that? Did you like that structure or did you like kind of wish they'd just do away with that and just have a normal game <laughs> kind it, of thing? Or it, it honestly, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. it, I don't think it matters. It was one of those things where it's like, I think it's just a, this is part of what we do with this game. So it's there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the first two chapters are really just me. Almost one of the first three chapters are really just you <laughs> getting to know the characters. Yeah. And then four and five is where you kind of get into the main plot, which is this accident that happens in chapter one. There's this like mining company that mm-hmm. like runs the town. Like it's like this town yeah. is here because of this mining company. Sure. And the last couple chapters are really you trying to figure out like corporate espionage. Did this company like <laughs> actually do this? Which again sounds like it's kind of out of left field, but I'm trying to be very vague to avoid spoilers because sure, there's yeah. some there's some very big moments in the first chapter, but it gets a lot into like okay, like who's telling the truth, like who's in the bag with this company, and like is only doing things because of this company, and who's actually yeah. doing these things. And there's some other characters that you meet that clearly have some shady business in their past that you've kind mm-hmm. of unearthed in those first three. How do they connect with it? And it works really well. And that's where, like, the power comes into this, because, of course, in Life is Strange, your lead character has to have some sort of crazy power. Mm -hmm. In this one, Alex can, like, read people's emotions. So what it Mm -hmm. is, is, like, right now, I'm really afraid. So, like, (laughs) in terms of, like, this, like, corporate espionage thing, you're like, oh, yeah, what do you do for this company? And the person will just, like, flare up as this color, like, fuck, they're asking me about my company. What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? I can't tell her anything like this. And then you can kind of use that in a way to like manipulate information out of them. Hmm. So, it, yeah. Originally, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, you read people's emotions. Like, this I was going to say, like, compared to the powers, like, <laughs> you got time like, travel, force pushes, you got and force pushes, tra- and you got, yeah. I know you're sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it works because as you're going through this, you like start talking about, okay, this accident that happened it hurt these people mm-hmm. and like they're sitting there having this deep sense of regret that like their actions hurt this. And you go like, okay, I'm using that regret to understand how their role in this. And then like, okay, this person's sad about this. What was this person's connection with this? And gotcha. because like we were talking about, it's so character driven. Yeah. It actually helps to kind of expand on those characters and push them in directions and give you the information that you need because mm. it's not like you have this big overarching evil plot. It's more about the character moments. Does it feel like that plot? Because it was interesting because you started with like talking about the characters and then like we're in a game that I would assume is very plot heavy. Get into it like 10 minutes into the review. Does it does the plot seem like almost like ancillary to just like the character studies? Like or is it they, you know, did it feel like, well, no, you need this plot. It's the the plot is good. You know, the characters are good. I, I would say the plot exists to push the characters forward. Okay, yeah, the plot, the plot exists to help Alex grow as a character. Yeah. If that makes sense without, again, giving out spoilers. Yeah, yeah. it's always hard to talk about these oh. kind, of game, kind of games. Yeah. It's like everything Ult- interesting is a spoiler. <laughs> Ultimately, the accident that happens in the beginning, the things that happen with the other characters, the things that this company are doing all tie back into, okay, who is Alex? Where is she from and where is she going? And how mm. are these things taking her from somebody who just left like a group home and was in foster care her whole life and is trying to find a place... She thinks this is her place. How does all this build up to, is this where she's going to set her life at? Is she going somewhere else? What's Mm -hmm. she going to ultimately do? 
at the end of this game. I'm trying to think of the time period. It can't be much more than like a couple of months that this game takes place over. Sure. It's a very, very narrow slice of time. So it, it is interesting. Um, the one thing I will say that drove me crazy is the powers like give you like big old crazy auras over somebody. Yeah. yeah. So like there's there's a couple scenes where like somebody will be really sad and it's this really like emotional moment and then those go like and all of a sudden they've got this like blue like in my mind I just went to like it just looks like they just went super saiyan in this super sad moment and they're just covered in blue and it makes like a like, like noise and happens so you're like oh oh that's really funny we're uh this is really sad and this person's bearing their soul to me and they just like and you're like oh they're sad here we go so that was it, it works in the context of the game, and they actually yeah, even yeah, a yeah. couple times talk about how she, how she sees this and how she controls it and stuff. But it's just one of those like visual cues that it's like, okay, it works in ninety percent of the moments, but there's three or four sure. where it's like, uh, I don't think that was appropriate right now. <laughs> so I mean, did you also? So I mean, ultimately, do you do you know which ones? I mean, do you ultimately like this? Like, so there's a new Life of Strange sequel coming out. Are you saying they're like, okay, who's making this one? It's going to like, you know, decide how excited I am for this. I mean, would you be okay with a, another high tension don't nod one or another kind of slow burn character study deck nine one? Um, deck nine is doing the expanse, which is one of the best sci-fi properties Ow. in the world at the moment. <laughs> and the fact that deck nine is doing an expanse game and that right now has me beyond pumped. So okay. That is that is like my most anticipated game of 2022. <laughs> is the Life is strange. Just from... <laughs> wait in the past like, now. <laughs> Life is strange with belters is what I'm looking forward to right now. Um, yeah. But no, I think again, I think I think because this is um, Deck Nine's second one, and Before the Storm is like a direct connection to the original one. It's very interesting to see the route that they took with their own their own property of life is strange where they don't yeah. have to go. Okay. We have to kind of rely on what don't not did mm-hmm. to influence ours. We're kind of starting from scratch here. They chose this direction. It does work really well. Um, I'd put it up there as one of the better ones in life is strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd go my favorite, but sure. it's definitely one of, it's definitely a fantastic game. And if you're interested in these character study type games, it is hands down something you should check out. Cool. But we are Workforce Gaming. You can subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming, and we'll see you later. Bye.